Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Ew, David. You're listening to Bandwagons. The new song gonna be in the I was just episode. gonna say what a sick new tune. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a we, sick new beat. What a sick new beat. Thanks so much, um, Jack Fla, for uh jizzing up our tune as well. <laughs> as my mom would say. My mom always <laughs> says, like, oh, it's a good bit of jizz in that now, so she doesn't oh, know that it means that. another thing. Or maybe she does, I don't know. Maybe she does. On. But anyway, yeah, great tune from Jack Fla. We do appreciate that so much because up and coming musician with a lot of spunk. Yeah, he's a song coming out soon. You should check that out. Eyes. Um, yeah, his new music coming next month. He's Jack Lamb music on all socials as far as I'm aware. Yep. Um, today's episode is on the John Chorus <laughs> because we're recording this uh, from my garden. <laughs> and the robins we're looking at each other. are particularly loud today. I have two robins in the garden and they are really nice. But then there's also other birds, and I, but I don't know what type of birds they are and they're really, really loud. Do you, when do robins stop? I always thought robins were a Christmas bird. <laughs> why, don't, why don't the robins just stop? <laughs> no, Could, I, I couldn't tell you. They've been flat out in the garden the last few days. I kind of think we're mates. Maybe they're they, your grandparents reincarnated. They they're de- they usually, now obviously people can't see this, but I'm pointing at like a lower branch that the two of them well, come I can't see on. it even. <laughs> it's a buzz. Well, I'll show it to you properly after. But um, yeah, we are recording in person for the first time in a while. I'm really excited for people to enjoy crisp 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 audio can you smell barbecue or am i having yeah a i can it's certainly not coming from my garden and i hope it's not coming from my house anyway might be a neighbor it's not I, really well, I hope it's a neighbor yeah um, i don't really know what the what the other conclusion would be like <laughs> anyway we're not doing it on the dawn chorus but maybe another day um we are doing it on schitt's creek yeah after I made you start after, watching this. After one request from Breed, and I did relent then and said I would watch we got, because I think you were writing that we need to capitalise on it. If we don't do it now, we can never do it if that cat drinks my tea. I swear to God. <laughs> Get it. She's not going to drink your tea. Would you stop? Yeah. Um, 
Why would I trust her as far as I could throw her? Well, she doesn't trust you either. She can't throw me. <laughs> Fair point. Um, you've, you've made some points. points I would argue we got more requests for this than we did for the Pyramid Scheme one. Which is why this is going on the main feed. <laughs> don't, don't, I don't want to have an argument like right off the bat now, right? But you might be right. But we'll never know. I'm we'll never know and we'll, and we'll never check. But we, d- we did get a lot of requests for this in fairness. But neither of us had watched it and then you started watching it and then you were like, no, I get what everyone's talking about. Now we need to do something on this because it obviously just came to an end there recently. Yeah, it ended in America, I think, in April, but it only aired on, it only went to Netflix last week or the week before. Yeah. All in like a batch. Yeah. So Ireland has only seen it in the last week. Yeah. Um. So when did you start watching it? I started watching it. It's been on my mind for months to start because I know, I knew I'd like it. But I just didn't. I had like like you. Like you need to finish one thing before you start another. And I had so many. Well, not like me at all because I can't stop. You just keep watching things that are like eleven teen seasons long. Yeah, I can't. I can't stop starting things. Um, love it though. So I started it last Tuesday a week ago, Tuesday two weeks ago, and I finished it six days later. So I did like a season a day. Scenes for six days. In fairness, they are. I don't know how many scenes. Well, in fairness, the episodes are like twenty minutes long, and they're like kind of twelve episodes a season ish. And they're just so light, like you, you know, it's not you. It's not something you have to take a break from. I don't think. Yeah, you might argue. People, other people might argue that, but I. For anyone who hasn't watched it or is thinking about watching it, what is it about? Okay, let me go back to my notes. <laughs> Are you excited? Frida's three I pages of notes. I hand wrote stuff today. Yeah, I handwritten. I've never seen her be as <laughs> I haven't written to as many topic. notes since the leaving sir. Um, okay, so Shit's Creek, for people who don't know, is a classic fish out of water sitcom in which the wealthy Rose family suddenly lose their fortune and are forced to relocate to a little village called Shit's Creek. And it's the only asset that the government doesn't seize from them because they don't see any monetary value in it because it's so small. Um... So yeah, it's a town they bought as a joke in 1991. I think Johnny bought it for David's birthday because it was called Shit's Creek. Um, and it was the only thing they had left. So they had to, because they owned the town, they could move there and live there for pretty much nothing. So that's what they had to do. And that's where it starts off. Yeah, he's described it. Dan Levy, who plays David Rose, he describes it as like on a very on a very simple level now because I think there's so much more to this and there's a lot of art to the show. But it's basically like, what if they're would you still like the Kardashians if they had no money yeah which I think is interesting yeah there's a lot of comparisons made to the Kardashians especially with Alexis but I I think they're more likable than the Kardashians but I think that's the point of it like I think it's kind of trying to show that they are good people deep down yeah when you take strip back all the material peeling all the onion layers so it premiered in 2015 on CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation and Pop TV in Canada. And it was really popular in Canada at the start, but it wasn't as popular in America. Um, I, I don't know why, just because America hates Canada, do they? Well, he pitched it to like HBO and like like American, like, what's the word, stations as well. And they were like, no, thanks. Yeah. Which is, got, I'd say someone in Kate HBO himself. is like... It's not what very HBO though, is it? I would have said no. More in like fairness, I don't think it. But ABC I think or something, I don't know. he said as well that the show that he initially pitched is completely different to what Shit's Creek is now. So like, I'd love to see what the earliest drafts of the show were. I saw a clip um, on the documentary on Netflix, and they had like Twyla. Obviously, is Dan is Sarah Levy? She's like Dan Levy's sister in real life, and Eugene Levy's daughter, and she's in the pilot as well. But they had her in as like a nerdy 
character and like totally different to what she was when the show actually came out so the pilot i think had a lot of the same faces but it was it sounded really different yeah but that's all i know about it um yeah so it was popular in canada since it hit started off but it took a while to catch on everywhere else um but that changed in 2016 when it began streaming on amazon prime in the u.s and then went to netflix in 2017 it's always the way i think it's more of a word of mouth thing yeah i just remember hearing everyone talking about it and i was like i have no idea what this is and i remember it was such like a social media kind of show like it was i saw people talking about it on twitter and i remember watching like compilation videos of alexis being like ew david like that whole thing before I even, and I was still kind of like, I have no idea what this is. And I don't think I really get it. And obviously I didn't because I didn't fucking take the time to watch it. But it was, it just, for me, it seemed to be one of those things that everyone was talking about. And I was, and I was just really on the outside looking in. I was yeah. like, what is going on? I think it is though. It's not something that you'd watch a clip of and immediately laugh out loud. I think you have to get a bit invested in it. You then have to watch them from the start yeah. to kind of follow their journeys. Yeah. Um. What was your initial take on it? Because I had hyped it up big time for you. Yeah, like so. I'm I'm not finished it at the time of recording, and I d- won't be finished it by tomorrow. Time out. No, <laughs> so I'm on episode two of season three, and there's six seasons all together. And like I'm going to be episode? honest, the I think th- I just watched it today. The Thruple episode. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. Like I didn't. It didn't like gra- the first season didn't grab me right. Yeah. Like I could see. It wasn't even that I disliked it. I thought like the concept was very good and I loved all of them in their roles and the characters were really good. But I don't know if it's just the mood that I'm in with quarantine, whatever. Like I just, and because I was watching like 30 Rock and enjoying that so much and like the, like the office, which is like often kind of a bit of a cheap laugh. Yeah. I didn't get that as much with season one, but when I put, so I took a photo and put it up on Insta being like, finally started it because I'm doing it for the podcast. And like the amount of replies I got being like, oh my god I'm so jealous like I'm so, I'm so jealous of you I wish I could be you to like start it all over again like and then I got a few that were like um I got a few that were like give it a season or like give it a couple of episodes because like it's a bit of like a slow start um but I do get it now I still don't think it's like I haven't there's been a few like laugh out loud moments and it's mainly Moira yeah but for me it's more like the heart of the show and as you said it's just like really nice without necessarily being really twee yeah if that makes sense yeah i've loads of notes on that and well, like, how there's you, like would you would you would you like to share it's literally like there's no oh uh, yeah okay so it's i have reasons why it was successful i think um number one i actually read somewhere online it was all about timing because it came about at the same time as trump had just gotten in and the world was like coming to terms with like trump's america so this is nearly like the complete opposite. I always say the word antithesis. What does that mean? I couldn't tell you. I think it means opposite. Um, <laughs> Great start. Um, it means the complete opposite. Like it's the complete opposite to Trump's America. You He's keep Googling going it. I'll Google it. Shane's um, Googling it as well. Fast finger first. So it depicts like a modern utopia that prioritizes relationships over wealth, acceptance over hatred and leisure and socializing over work or the rat race. Yeah, like I like I feel like I'd like to move. Do you want there. me to spell it for you? Anti No, I'm I have <laughs> antithesis. Antithesis. A a person or thing that is the direct opposite of someone or something else. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. No, you're right. Good job. Um I learned that. Uh, yeah, I I'd like to move there. It's just it's a place where like just bad vibes just don't exist. 
Yeah, like I don't now again. Maybe I've I'm due my comeuppance as I am only at the very start of season three. But like, there's very few characters that I'd dislike. That's yeah. There's no antagonist. Yeah, I think the roses are the antagonist. But then even at that, you see like they're like they're good hearts. You know, yeah. they're just like the most selfish people ever. But they have good intentions at all times. Yeah, and there's no like m- massively dark storylines or plots or anything. You know, it's all very light the whole way through. Um. I wrote down here, small town doesn't mean small-minded in this case. I think that was something Dan Levy had said from the start. He was like, don't give airtime to hate. Yeah. Um, that is very true in fairness when you think about that kind of stereotypical town that like... Exactly. Shit's Creek would be in real life. That it's kind of like very conservative and especially in America or like Canada, wherever. But yeah, that is that is interesting as well. Like it's just, it it never gave into it at all or ever hinted at it. Yeah. In any way, it was just like, this is the way it is. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it shows what a world would look like if people valued valued respect and kindness over money and power. But um, I do like money now as well, though. Yeah, like, would you rather be kind or be rich? Don't put me on the spot. No, I don't. I'd rather rather be kind. Yeah, because that's, what was I going to say? I can't remember now. And and antithesis. 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 Um, antithesis. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Oh, fuck, I just <laughs> Carry on. I also wrote down here. Yeah, because I found this the whole way through season one, where like the minute Dan Levy comes on screen in episode one, he's immediately dramatic, immediately camp, immediately like just. I just loved him, and he's just. You kind of just assume he's gay, mm. and then the whole way through season one, you're kind of waiting for it to be an issue or like a story point. And it just never, and then it, it is like a plot device, like yeah, yeah. and it never, like it is addressed, and then they just let it go. But it's never like the focus of his journey, like he never has to struggle, you know, it's never like a hardship for him, which is like I was so trained to think, waiting for yeah, that plot because you've seen it so many times it's before, like and sa- they just flipped it on its head. Yeah, it's like a, it's a sad indictment of no, of that like that's what you're waiting for, I know. but like that's the way like kind of pop culture a lot of pop culture and a lot of those shows have like trained us to think that there is going to be because like don't get me wrong for a lot of for in real life that is reflective of a lot of people's experiences unfortunately but yeah I because you told me this before I started watching so I was waiting for it to for it to come up and I when you said to me that he's actually like pansexual yeah. as opposed to like identifies as gay or one of the, like a different umbrella term I was like that's mad because I would have never I don't think I've ever heard in pop culture, out of everything that I've watched, I've ever heard of like a character being pansexual, like let alone like any other like term. Outside of like maybe drag race. Yeah, but like, but that's like, that's nonfiction either. Like what I'm saying is in like a fictional fictional setting, like it tends to be used. Again, for me in fiction, I'd never hear about people being pansexual. Like you'd hear about people being bi or gay, and as you said, it'd be used as like, uh, like a plot device or like something to take the piss out of, or as you said, yeah. like an issue that needs to be resolved. Yeah. When like, it's re- it's really not. It's just the way people are. Yeah. And you're kind of waiting for like the characters, like Justin and Roland, and the small town people. You're kind of waiting for them to make more of a like a fanfare over it, like because obviously you would assume that in this small Coming town, a small that town, they yeah. they wouldn't even like have I don't know come across a pansexual person or openly or maybe just not as many because it's just a small town um, and it's just not it's just never a thing and I really once it clicked with me I really loved it and then you go back and you find interviews with Dan Levy and he's like 
why did why like he's like he just wanted to flip it on his head you know yeah now he had a really good coming out experience he said he came out at 18 to his parents obviously eugene yeah. and his mom's Deb. name that i don't know dev dev divine um and they were obviously really supportive or whatever but i know he's kind of had like i know there's something in the later seasons where he gets with his kind of like where he gets with another guy yeah patrick and i remember there were scenes that he wrote around that or like that were kind of built around that and he was he john levy is like a very anxious person and seems to have like this project has really been his baby and he was very anxious about getting across the right message yeah but also like not bowing to kind of the will of the people about it yeah um, I remember he was saying he was kind of fearing a Twitter storm about some things that he did with it. And he was like, it just never came. And just the outpouring of support he's gotten since. I know you're going to touch on this later on, but it's just mad to think what you can create like <laughs> with this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you are. I don't know. <laughs> I hope like you I are. remember what I wrote. Uh, <laughs> I do love the line. Um, Jesus. I, calm it down. I like the wine, not the label. That's how he kind of defines pansexuality in the show and it's just such a throwaway conversation he has with Stevie yeah that bird is cruising for a bruising the bird's like here 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 would you ever that bird said gay rights (laughs) gay rights that bird is singing rain on me (laughs) that bird is singing extreme rain on me for clear skin (laughs) and flourishing crops um yeah it's not a storyline even when he meets Patrick which I think is what you're talking about it's treated like just a normal romantic storyline. There's no like homophobia. There's no like, there's just no, I don't know what the word is. There's no hiccups for them. Like they're never confronted with any major struggles. Yeah, like this is the, like this is the thing. Like how often would you see a scene in like Home and Away or something where one of the lads is gay or one of and the one girls isn't or whatever. And like there's some, there's some town asshole that like goes out of his way to make it an absolute living nightmare for the people. Like sometimes you just don't want that. Like, yeah. and again, like I like I will say, as I said, for a lot of people it isn't easy and whatever. But, but so like, for some people it is just like what's depicted in Shit's Yeah, Creek. and I but I and I think it's important that it's like and I don't mean to say normalization as if it isn't normal, but I think just having that representation is the word yeah. I'm trying to say. To have that representation in pop culture, in mainstream pop culture, like something on Netflix that like everyone could watch, I think is just hammers at home that like if you're writing something or you're thinking of creating something like your like LGBT character doesn't have to be like crucified for what it doesn't yeah. have to be a thing doesn't like, have to be a cross to bear like yeah um does that make sense is that disrespectful I don't oh, I hope not <laughs> please reach out if I have been disrespectful because I'm eager to learn um there's a an episode where David I'm going to stab that bird. <laughs> Where David organises a surprise party for Patrick. I know you haven't got here yet, but I'm going to spoil it a bit for you. Um, Thanks. And Patrick used to be engaged to a woman. Okay. He And he has came to Schitt's Creek, met David or whatever. They fall in love. And he hasn't told his parents that David is more than, like they're business partners, but also they're like life partners, whatever. And David invites them to his surprise party, not knowing that his parents don't know that they're together. Okay. So this is just like an episode and they end up like, someone ends up telling them anyway before Patrick gets a chance. But Patrick, the whole episode is just him like being so anxious to tell them. And he's like, I just don't know like what their reaction is. And then on the flip side, you see his parents knowing that he's going to tell them and being so excited for him to come out to them. And it's really, really lovely. And then you get to see him come out to them knowing that they already know. And it's just... It's a really, really nice episode and it's just so heartwarming to know that he's going to be received 
with open arms like there's no like nerves going into it you just kind of know the whole time that like nobody cares in the nicest way possible do you know they just love him for him yeah um and i love it the show like it just doesn't preach anything it just is yeah yeah i think that's an important point to make as well it just it just exists and it just does what it does yeah I hate to use the term like unapologetically, but like it was just Dan, like Dan clearly just wanted to write the show and he did like. Yeah, he went like he created it or whatever. It went to his dad, pitched it to his dad and his dad was even a bit like. His dad know. is Eugene Levy and yeah. plays his dad in the show as well. You might know him from American Pie. Cheaper Brother Doesn't Too. Cheaper Brother Doesn't Too. Sorry, <laughs> that was the correct answer. I think Twilight's in Cheaper Brother Doesn't Too. Yeah, I, I looked this up earlier and I was going to test on it, but I knew, I knew you'd know. No, yeah, but I, ca- I can't remember who she plays in Cheaper Brother Doesn't Too. He has like 10 kids. Oh yeah, sure. So I think course, she's yeah. one of them. Um, What was that noise? <laughs> Is that you? No, oh, I don't me. think so. It's um, something... I thought I it was know. your tummy. No, I, I hope not. I just said lasagna. Um, Yeah, but I find it so... It's... What makes it so good is that it keeps you entertained without having like, you know, those peaks and troughs. It's just kind of smooth sailing. And like the worst thing that ever happens is that like, oh, the town sign looks like someone's like, <laughs> that's a bad example. <laughs> Do you know what that, that is? That is a specific example, yeah. The town sign looks like two people having sex, even though they're not like, and that's like, they're like, like that their struggle that day is like to get the town sign changed. Yeah. But it's like really entertaining. Yeah, you, you know nothing major is ever going to yeah, happen to them. Yeah, but without kind of like put like punching. It could be so easily. It could so easily be boring. Like, yeah, but it doesn't like punch low either. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it doesn't go for like low cheap kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not. It's just. It's very pleasant, and it's smart in some ways that it isn't in others. Yeah, without being like cheap, and nearly anyone could sit down and watch it and enjoy it. No matter what background you're from, like yeah, I think someone would get something out of like any character. Shane, you're gonna have to start I like playing the birds. I like the something. birds. Honest to God, like I like the birds. I do like. I the don't birds. fucking like the birds. Where are they? Maybe I'm like Snow White, and they just come to me. There's not one bird has come. <laughs> <to me. laughs> just I can't even get the cat to look me in the eye. That's um, she just has um, issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's killed so many birds in the last while. I can't deal Don't, with that trauma anymore. Don't knocking your door. Who's going to be knocking on my door? The about? N or the W? What is it? <laughs> the, the N or the W? Yeah, yeah no, it's cool. the D- DSPCA. I was thinking of the North Wexford one. DSPCA. Yeah, sorry, DSPCA. Um, or just like Bird Watching Society of Fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They don't exist. They um, might. Jeez, now that's another minority group that we've offended with this episode. For fuck's sake. Um, talk to me about your some of your favorite characters. Tell me why you love Moira so much because we haven't talked about oh, Moira enough. To be honest. Well, first of all, she's played by Catherine O'Hara, aka the Mam from Home Alone. Yeah. What and Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. Like what the hell? Home Alone is like her probably her most serious role. She's been in nothing but comedies aside from that. What a renaissance role for her, like. Do you know what I mean? And like, I think I'd read somewhere, I think Dan Levy did a, a or a GQ might have profiled him. I don't know if he did an interview, but um, they kind of said, he'd said that like Eugene, his dad had approached Catherine about the, doing it. Because they she, were best friends. Yeah. They'd done, they'd done, they'd done stuff, stuff for previous. years. Yeah. They're like um, work husband and wife pretty yeah. much. Like. And he approached her and like, he was like, look, Dan, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I don't know if she's gonna do because, like, she's she says no to a lot of things now. I she think. says no. Well, like, it's like TV, and you don't know how long something's gonna run for, and like, in the most sensitive way possible, like possible, and like he said this himself, 
from her perspective like she's a little bit older so like you don't want to be tied into something and then going into it like she's going into her 70s do you know what yeah. I mean which is incredible but like some people just want a nice retirement which is totally fair um, and they were kind of like look just do season one like just do yeah. one season they got her for the scene. pilot and then the pilot got picked up and they were like okay just do the first season and then we'll just talk again like I don't think it would be what it is without her like Absolutely I just not. I just think she embodies that kind of rich matriarch that you like so kind of hate and then also wish was your mom at the same time or not that you hate but you're like you roll your eyes at but you're like oh my god I wish you were my mom like she's like a much much likable Chris Jenner yeah do you know what, the, what I love is the I think I only watched it recently but it's the episode I think it's episode one of season two where David has run away and he only got so far before his car broke down so he has to stay with the Amish yeah and they go looking for him but she only goes to find him because she's convinced he's stolen one of her handbags <laughs> and they find him and he's like David I'm here and it's so funny and he did take her handbag but she only wa- she only cares about the handbag really like it's, yeah but you still like it's the you way still she love her, talks like, the way she's like enunciates words accent. she's just like 100% committed to the character in the same way that like and sorry to go back to the other two shows that I'm watching but like Michael Scott in the office like Steve Crowley is Michael Scott yeah. do you know what I mean like it's just there's no it's Not hard to tell where stupid. yeah and it's hard to tell like where one starts and one begins like she's so committed to like the makeup the wigs the, the costumes the wigs and she's just like joyous like it's just just so frothy and fun and so good I love her, I love her. has she joined the Jazza Gals yet yeah, she has. I love that. When she she's goes on. to audition for them and then a girl sings and she's way better than her. She's like, it's fine, I'll come back another day. <laughs> no, she's on, she's on council now. And she's like, oh, yeah. she's after saying yes to the daycare hours or whatever and like rolling my back and they were like, oh, here, we can't promise that. Like, so they, we, she went to another meeting and she's like, and it's like, I'd like to argue the other side of it now. And then your one's like, what? So you're not extending the daycare hours? And she's like, absolutely. And your one's like, absolutely what? And she's like, absolutely important or whatever she's just I, I I love this whole development of her but like being totally allergic to the town initially and then just kind of being absorbed by osmosis like you know that kind of way just yeah. that and even if she doesn't fully want to admit it like yeah and the whole campaign of getting the flower boxes for the motel is just iconic like yeah and that they don't even they don't they're like the kids are like were they not there the whole time <laughs> it's like look what your mother did and they're like Oh, uh, you have to watch it. Who's um, your fave? <laughs> I love David, just because I love how just I love them all, like because they're just so dramatic. Dan Levy is so hot, so he's, hot. He's such a presence on screen. The it's minute you see him, you're like, who is that man? I need to know him. Um, and he just became one of my obsessions for a week. Do you know how I get obsessed? Yeah, with people? I do. Yeah. Um, and I do like as it, from the start it was David, and then as it went on, I became obsessed with Alexis, and now I'm like walking around with the handbag hands, like. Ew, David. Like, it's just all I can think about is her and her face and her, like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Like, she's so funny. She's an incredible actress. Yeah. I just love when she gets told something in the show and she's like, and she's like trying to find the words for something. She's just so good. Like, she's, I was watching the one where she breaks up with Ted the first time and she's like, um, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And she's trying to catch her words, but she's like, it's so funny. Um, she wrote have you seen you've seen a little bit of Lexus on TikTok no I'm a little bit I've heard of it I'm sorry yeah bit, because uh, I think uh, I think she did the song on like Kelly chat show and again that's how I heard of it because it was like kind of viral or whatever it had like a everyone's moment. doing it on TikTok 
Oh, I'm I have oh, sorry. Sushi. It's a I'm trend a on TikTok. Yeah. yeah, but it was. It's a I'm thing a from the show. Single. Yeah. Even when I'm not. But it's a thing from the show. Yeah. She yeah. does it when she's auditioning. So they do a musical in season five, I think, Cabaret. And she's auditioning for the lead, but like she can't, that's the song she auditions that she can't sing. But Annie Murphy, the actress, wrote a little bit of Lexus because like she just knew her character so well. And uh, they said, because like Dan Levy obviously cast everyone and does everything for the show but he said they saw hundreds of girls and not one person could do the role the way they wanted it and then Annie Murphy came in she had like pretty much no acting she had no work up until then she had like no money she was about to quit acting and she walked in and she just did it sorry the cat just frightened the absolute crap at me oh she's coming out of the bush (laughs) coming out of the bush and I've been doing just fine she like ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today go in there and like <laughs> stalk around um yeah no she is she like, she is another one who is she is alexis like yeah well no they act like she's they're all just so opposite to what they play in real life I yeah mean, she's just so like soft-spoken and quiet but she plays like the socialite thing in such a likable way that i don't think you've ever seen it before like you should watch that clip of her and kelly clarkson doing it it's like really? it's very very wholesome yeah she's class she's just class um David's clothes. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah. He only wears black and white for six seasons because that's the height of fashion. Of course, yeah. Um, but he Jared also... Jared Leto wouldn't approve of colour. He also <laughs> dresses them all. He, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I read something about this. Him and a costume designer. And they buy all of the clothes off eBay because they are genuine designer clothes. He was like, we don't want people who know designer clothes watching the show and being like, that's just a Zara top. He was like, we want them to look at it and be like, that's Balenciaga. So they go online and they just deep dive. I'm going to burp. Gas. Yeah. And but I you think... Can t- like, even the stuff Moira wears is just... Yeah, they get a lot of that off eBay, they said. And she's just so... She's such a small size that they can pretty much buy anything and she make it fitter. Yeah. Um. So a lot of it comes from eBay. So maybe we're just not using eBay enough. Maybe, yeah. Uh, or again, I would say we probably don't have the money. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> um. Talk to me about Stevie. Who's st- oh Stevie the girl? Okay, girlfriend, sorry, I kind of not that I didn't really to be honest. Um, I love that whole dynamic between her and Johnny. Who's oh no Stevie is in like the hotel girl. Yeah, I was gonna say Stevie and da- like David. David, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, no. When they initially get together and when they kiss, like that's very hot. Like, and I was like, I was like, because mm, I could see it going there, and I was like, is this? You don't expect it. It's going to work. But this is the thing, and then it kind of catches you on the hop, and you're like, oh, it's like you're looking at something you shouldn't be looking at. Yeah. And then it's just the fact that they have these personalities that bounce off each other so well. Yeah. And they're so similar, but so different. Um, She is gas. 
I wouldn't. She's I wish so she was my well. Airbnb host. Yeah, she is. Has she been in other stuff? What's her name? Elizabeth Hampshire, is it? Hampshire. Oh yeah, I've I don't know if it's Elizabeth, but it's definitely Hampshire. Emily, Emily, Emily. Hampshire. It's Emily. Yeah, sorry. Um, she's in something else. Well, I can't remember Great. the name of. Cool. She's a very good actress, and really beautiful. Um, <laughs> is she in it for the whole thing? Yeah, but that's the thing. So you haven't got to it yet, but she. So um, another big spoiler for you. Johnny gets uh, she so she ends up inheriting the motel from her aunt that dies. Okay, and she's like trying to run it by herself, and she brings Johnny in as like a hand, a business helper or whatever partner and they get this like they develop this really really nice like father daughter relationship for like the last three seasons um and it's really like i love it it's way nicer than her relationship with david it's so cute oh i'm obsessed with this there's a another episode where um i don't really mind about the spoilers because i'm like i'd enjoy it so much and it's so nice that it wouldn't really matter and like there was a lot of stuff that i knew as i said that i just absorbed via social media like yeah there's another one where he johnny thinks he gets like a pain in his chest and they rush him to the hospital and they all think he's having a heart attack and Moira's like in bits and Stevie is like bawling crying being like I can't have him die like he's the only person I have like to, that like gets me and helps me and it turns out he just has like really bad wind or something but like <laughs> it's so funny but you really see like how much she cares because she genuinely has no one else and she's nearly adopted into their family as like the third child it's really cute have you cried at it? I bawled at the Simply the Best open mic episode. And I bawled at the finale at the wedding. Spoiler. <laughs> no, that's not a spoiler because that's on billboards everywhere. That was on billboards what everywhere. What billboards? Before. In America, the whole billboard for season when six. When was I in America, Bree? It's all over the internet. Everyone knew season six was the wedding. You know, you don't tell me you didn't know. No, I didn't. You didn't know they got married. You, how much Googling did you know today? You're not a lot. Yeah, because I was trying to avoid spoilers because I want to watch the whole thing. You like. just said, what did you just say? Well, I, was, well, yeah, I suppose it's kind I of don't, obvious, I don't so. actually mind spoilers. <laughs> I know, you love Can spoilers. Say that back. <laughs> the cat's on a rampage again. Um, the cat's on a rampage on my behalf. She's trying to find that bird. Go in and sort him out. Anyway, the whole the whole advert for season six was David and Patrick's wedding. And that's how Should it Should we have said that we're going to do spoilers in this? Or are we just assuming we'll put it that in the description. Are, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> there's always spoilers in our episodes yeah true, for everything yeah. Um, but the, the did you not see the finale look with Moira because Moira yeah because you put it on your story but like out of like, context I was like she could have just been wearing that like she <laughs> could have just been more. wearing that but it's not she wears black all the time this is like a Pope's oh, yeah, outfit very true, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible Um, I bawled at that that was really nice it was a really really nice wedding Um. What else? Did you want to talk about something else? <laughs> did I want to talk about something else? Book depository just emailed me. I don't want to talk about that. Um, will we talk about what Dan Levy did before? Or are you, you've turned a page in your notes? I have, yeah. We can come back to mine. This do you want to carry These on? are fresh, fresh questions for you. Um, there was a lot of stuff that like I did. Because he was known in Canada before, uh, in his own right. Yeah, because they are, they are Canadian. She's got absolutely belting it down the She's garden now. She's just doing her laps, for God's sake. Do you ever lose her in the in the shrubs? <laughs> oh, she d- she got stuck up the tree a few times, but did she, did yeah. she get the fire brigade? No, just did. Cartoons have misled us for years. If you, I'm pretty sure if you call the fire brigade, they charge you. Oh yeah, and the ambulance. Well, like, what would I be getting an ambulance for the cat for? <laughs> but it's just like for me, emergency services. Oh yeah, I suppose. Um, no, we never did. Don't anyway, do that. Um, unless you need it. Dan Levy. So prior to this, he would have been a big face on MTV Canada. What did he host? He hosted like the Canadian version of TRL. 
that's not what I have in my notes, but... He also hosted the the Hills After Show. Yeah, that was what I was leaning towards. But he was also like a red carpet interviewer for um some MTV Canada thing. Yeah, so he'd spend some time in London and then he would work for like an agency, like calling people. And then when he came back to Toronto, um, MTV Canada were casting for new on-air talent. So he put himself up for the job um, and... The, at the time, oh, my laptop screen has turned off. Um, they were like they were casting for these like v like these VJ, which is the fucking worst thing in the world, like video journalist jockey style. Like they were casting for that like TRL thing or like to have those people like what Laura Whitmore did on him when she was on him to be, but oh, it was like yeah, for yeah. them. Um, so they gave him and all the up other applicants a hundred dollars to spend as a test. Um, so other people went out and bought like CDs to like show what they liked and then other people went and bought so they like, just give them and with no like task yeah. it's just like here's a hundred dollars yeah which is strange you'd never what you like what would you do I would just wouldn't come back live off that for a while <laughs> ambitious um, <laughs> some people bought like yoga mats and prayer beads to demonstrate their spiritual side questionable um, he paid for his TV bill and came back with a receipt and they just offered him a job I love that so um, he said he moved to I was he was on What's the Tea and he said he moved to London just to get out. He was a really like socially awkward person as a teenager and he said he just wanted something that would pull him right out of himself and like force him to be more extroverted. Yeah. So that's why he moved to London by himself and did that answering phones thing because he said it was his worst nightmare. Because Eugene and Dev like raised some kind of away Deb, from Hollywood. Deborah. Deb. Deborah Divine. I thought you said Dev is in the singer. Dev Divine. You thought her name was Dev Dev. Dev Dev. Oh yeah, that'll make sense. Sorry. So it's Deb. Deborah Devine. Deborah Devine. Um, they raised him and like the rest of them away from kind of showbiz. Twinkle Town, yeah. Because he'd worked in, in Toronto. He worked in like Baby Gap and whatever. Yeah, but they'd ra- like, they were like very much like you need to go out and work and like you're not living off us or whatever. Um, but as you said, he started then at the age of 21 in, uh, on MTV Canada. So he hosted the after show, which I think was what you were referring to that like TRL kind of thing no the after show was the hills no but it's the after show the hills the after show this is very confusing oh. if you were to read it yeah like they're I don't know why they're both called the after show it's too confusing but yeah he basically hosted like a recap show for the hills which is like my dream job is like, it that's, really is that well, all like, what we have right now kind of yeah but like in, you're in front of like a TV audience and Lauren Conrad might turn up the odd time like, you could definitely not wear two pairs of trousers on the hills after show why are you being so hateful it's, <laughs> we're recording outside and it's cold <laughs> And I was wearing pajamas uh, before he got here. <laughs> um, he said he did the time of his life on MTV because he was, as amongst all his other jobs, he worked at a video he store. He said he hated it, I heard. Well, like, we're giving compli- conflicting maybe, reports Maybe here. it was the Hills one he enjoyed, but he said he really hated the TRL one and he really hated the red carpet Yeah, stuff. no, he did say he hated the, the, the red carpet stuff and he doesn't really know how much he's made out for, like, that kind of TV stuff. But I think it's, it's like, it's one of those things where you cut your teeth on it. Like, so he probably, do- he owes a lot to that, like, do you know? Yeah. Um, he said, it brought me out of my shell. Being forced to talk to strangers every day will make anyone who's afraid of strangers kick that bad habit real fast. It was my first chance to show people that I was capable of not being just someone's kid and more importantly for me to figure out, am I good at this? Um, he said, because of that though, after it kind of worked against him, the MTV background, he said he was turned down by nearly every agency in the States. Wouldn't even take a meeting with him. Right. Which is gas though, especially when you're... When you're also Eugene Levy's kid. Yeah. And you're the head of him as well. Yeah. 
Um, the brows to prove it. Just on that subject, though, is you of you him saying that he didn't really like TV. He said he hated working red carpets, hated the whole celebrity interview process. I just realized I'd rather be the person somebody wanted to ask questions to than the person asking the questions. I wanted to contribute sitting down and asking a series of very generic questions to someone in a price chunk. It was not fulfilling enough. So I left MTV and started to write television, started to get involved in some improv classes, and then shortly thereafter came up with the idea for Shit's Creek. So there you go. He also had a brief arc in Tina Fey's Admission. Did you ever watch that? Was that a movie? Paul Rudd? No. He was in a movie with Tina Fey and Paul Rudd. Oh, maybe. I, I don't know. I've never seen it. Um, but he said that didn't go quite to plan. He's, as we've already said, he's a very anxious person at the best of times. Um, and he ended up having to do like a very wordy kind of monologue on it. He said, I got so nervous that I couldn't get through it. I was stuttering and stammering. And I remember thinking, if things ever go well in my career and I run into Tina Fey again, I owe her a really big apology. Oh. And I'd, I'd say he met her and I'd say he gave it to her and I'd say Tina was like your grandkid. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We got um, a tenor. We got a land of a tenor. He hosts the Great Canadian Bake Off. Does he? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, I need to was he not verify just this, but... A, a, maybe a... Was he not a guest judge on it or something once? Oh, maybe I need to double check that now. I don't think he does for Dan... Levy, I saw him in some gifts. Oh uh, yeah, Levy. I think he was a guest judge on it. Great Canadian. No, he sorry, he was a guest judge on Canadians. It's ne- Canadian. Canada's next time model. Great Canadian baking show. No, he does host it. <laughs> Presented by her. Daniel Levy, Julia Chan, Aurora Brown, Carolyn Taylor. Canada's so a tough one. Yeah. That um, is so iconic. Yeah. Am I trying He's to a great guy. Yeah, he'd be perfect for that show. Oh. Well, he is perfect for that show. He's, he's perfect. Like, full he's stop. perfect full stop. Yeah, you're dead right. Um, I was going to ask you, do you have more notes? I was just going to say, on top of all his TV work, he actually followed in the footsteps of Kylie Minogue and has his own uh, glasses line. Yeah! Called DIY Wear. DIY. DIY Wear, mm. yeah. Um, I love the name of their production company. What he is set the up a, their production, a production house with his dad and it's called uh, Not A Real Company Limited or something. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, That's very you. It is, isn't it? It's not a real company. I was going to ask you, have we ever seen a cast or an ensemble cast as strong in a show before? Do you think? Interesting. It's a good question, isn't it? I'd say 30 Rock. No, you, no, fuck off. I would say 30 You're making Rock, me mad with 30 Rock. You know, now. you need to watch it. You Obviously, you think it's great right now. Jane Krakowski like, or whatever back. her name is. Tina Fey, Tracy Morgan, Alec Baldwin. Like, chef's kiss. So good. But yeah, okay. Because the ensemble cast, like the, even the supporting actors, like your one that plays Ronnie is like... Yeah, gas. your one that plays Ronnie is very good. Uh, Twyla, like... Um, Mutt... Dustin Milligan, like it, they all are just so good at what Rock they're doing. Very strong. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Friends, friends, probably. Yeah, I would say but friends. Like, probably I the only like time that you could just gotten the same recognition. I don't think Thirty Rock got the same recognition. Really? See, like, I don't know because I didn't go through it at the time. Someone's gonna write to me and be like, "No, what? Like, when it was, was it out? It stopped in. Oh, I don't know. 2007, 2016." Oh, that's a big No, joke. it started in 2007 <laughs> and it ran for seven seasons. There's no way it ran for 2016. Um, 30. Alec Baldwin had well lost his mind by 2016. You're being very hateful towards Alec Baldwin. His daughter's on TikTok now and she did a really funny video where she, like, where she 
No, she's one of the other one's daughters. Oh, she's the one from Scooby D- or Flintstones. Stephen. Stephen? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Ireland is Alex is one. Ireland. Yeah. One. But she did Ireland she put Baldwin. up she put up a Stupid TikTok name. and it's using the Hannah Montana like transition sounds to to review like all of his past movie roles and someone commented um because she didn't review do you remember him in The Cat in the Hat? <laughs> I never watched The Cat in the Hat. <laughs> he that plays, is the scariest movie ever. He plays the man's uh, boyfriend. Who plays the cat in that? We were having this debate recently. Jim Jim Carrey. Oh, my internet's not working, I can't Google it. That's Cash. Who? Mike Myers, is it? Is it Mike Myers? Cat. It's someone like that. Because it came up on Netflix the other day and none of us could figure it out. We, and and we just didn't care to Google it. Movie. It looks terrifying though. If you watch the trailer on Netflix. Mike Myers was the cat in half. Oh, good one, Shane. Um, we'll give you that. <laughs> I think it's very strong, right? But I think I can't really... I'm going to compare it to other things because I'm not finished and I don't think I'm fully into it as much as you are yet. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely... I think it's... It is a, such a journey like that um, I listened to another podcast about it today where they said some people are like, oh, can I just skip to season two? And I think with some things like with, I would say with like, it's always sunny or Parks and Rec, you can probably skip a season and it doesn't really matter. But I think with Shit's Creek, you kind of need to follow them from the start to get the payoff at the end. Yeah, I was, well, I was just about to say, I think you could dip in, but it wouldn't be anywhere near as satisfying. Yeah. You need to see like the struggle. They're like, the only struggle they have is kind of like coming to terms with not being rich. Um, 30 Rock ended in uh, 2013 yeah. and started in 2006. But I didn't realise this, that Don Glover is actually one of the wor- one of the writers. What? Yeah. She was only a baby. No wonder I like it so much. My husband was involved. He is very funny. Good for him. It is a very funny show. I just have never like given it the time. It's very, very good. But um, we're not here to talk about 30 Rock. We're absolutely not. We, we never, might be here we to never talk will. about 30 Rock at some stage. <laughs> um, so obviously it's just wrapped up. You were satisfied with how it ended. Yeah. Without giving away anything else. I think it is kind of like they got out before people got sick of it. But I, that was the thing. Smart. I think it's always a smart thing leaving one to more. I think they were. It was season four, and they were. Off, he was offered another like two season deal because in his head it ended on season five. But then they were off the two season deal, and they were like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, why not?" Yeah, I have to admire that though, from his perspective, that they weren't just like, "Let's flog the shit out of this," do you yeah. know? or like, "Let's just drag it all the way out." Like, I think. I have a lot of respect for people who can be like, let's go out on a high. Uh, yeah, as opposed I think... to let's try and milk this for all it for all we can. Like. Yeah, and they genuinely just wanted to create something that was just like very rounded and just perfect and just well done rather than like like you said, flogging it for money for yeah. as long as they could. Yeah. Um I yeah, I was happy with how it ended. And as well, like you have to like Eugene Levy's seventy, I I think he's seventy or seventy one. Um Catherine Catherine is sixty nine. Is she is she not sixty seven? Oh, she might be 67. She's like, she's getting on, like, anyway. The phone comes out again to Google. Yeah, she is nearing 70. Yeah, there are no, like, you know, you can't really, they're not going to be able for forever, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there are definitely. If better. there was to be some kind of spin-off. Apparently, he's agreed to a movie. He, he. I kind of hate that. He has, a, I think he kind of said it on a movie. chat show. I think he kind of, like, hinted at it. Half gave, was half was like, yeah, there'll be a movie or whatever. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I'd watch a movie, but they're never as good. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, what are you compromising on? Do you know? I don't know. Um, Catherine O'Hara is actually 66. We're both. Oh my God, she is not going to like this. Sorry to this woman. <laughs> she is not. Um, Catherine, if you're listening, get in touch. What do you want to know? What he's up? What Dan's up to now? I would love that. Um, 
it's a pretty unclear, but he said he's working with ABC <laughs> Studios. Um, he's working on stuff with them for the next three years to develop some new shows. He said, when I'm on someone's payroll, I'm working hard to earn my keep. Uh, it's filled with ideas. It's filled with the next ideas. This was just literally what she said previous, Dan. Um, <laughs> it's also filled with notes from a show I love very dearly that I'm about to push out into the ocean and watch sail away. It's been an incredibly strange and emotional few months. Very strange. Sorry, I know the context of that quote now because it probably sounds weird. That I took that from. He did uh, a podcast with Sinead Burke. Oh, yeah. podcast as me and she'd asked him about like he has a notebook that he brings Dan, to bed come on this one we might ask him though like we tried with Paul Mescal and he went and did bloody I'm grandmam <sighs> I'd say Paul Mescal do it now that the kind of the what is it the tide is what is it turned <laughs> no I right. don't think so he still doesn't up my message I also, I also absolutely don't begrudge the he's trying to watch people's gals. stories that tag him in it I know thirsty boy maybe that was what? where we went wrong we didn't tag him yeah he's probably just bored in fairness Anyway. If um, PJ and Kevin want to give us any tips of how to get Paul Mescal or other celebrities, we'd really appreciate Just it. Anyone, I'll take one big one. Um, so yeah, that's what he's working on at the minute. Could I you feel like us trying to interview Dan Levy. I feel like we both like piss ourselves. I'd be grand. I think you'd piss yourself. <laughs> You're. You would not be grand. I don't think I'd be grand. I'd be crying. I think I'd be better than you. Like. <laughs> oh, let's not. Um, <laughs> you're gonna get upset even just thinking about the hypothetical. Yeah. Like. Um. So yeah, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trucking on. My aim for the end of quarantine is to have finished Shit's Creek, 30 Rock and The Office. Um, Very feasible. I'm halfway through all of them. Where, so I, I know what happens in the at the end. Where What do you hope happens to each character? How oh do you, God, how do you want know. it to end for each of them just based on where Whatever you are Whatever I say, you're going to spoil it. I'm not! You I promise, are. I promise. You're, I your face I won't is going to look at you. I won't even look at you. I want Alexis to be like happy in herself doing her own bits. You're looking for a reaction at me and you're not going to get one. Um, I just like them to be like back on their feet, but like in a way that kind of benefits the whole town. Does that even make sense? I just want everyone to be happy. Yeah. And to be honest, it sounds like that's the way it's going to go. Like, do you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine they all died. I oh, stop. They don't, they don't, An they asteroid don't. comes. Imagine that. Should should be obliterated. <laughs> the worst ending since Game of Thrones. Um... Yeah, so that's it. Three more seasons to go for me. You'll fly it three days. It's only three days, I have to tell you. Yeah, it is. What, do you want me to do Yeah, I suppose. What time are we at, Shane? We're at 48. 48, oh, grand, yeah. 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 Melt these for a bit with my phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Any minivan wagons, Breach? I have a few. Great. Um, I'm excited to hear. I may be dry, but at least I'm alive. Is that the right words? I'd rather be dry, but at least Fuck, I'm alive. Every time. Better than what I was thinking. What was I thinking? I keep way? saying I may be dry, but at least I'm alive. I, it's very like they're. I they was thinking they, I might be drunk, but at least I'm alive. I've been thinking that all week. They don't enunciate very clearly. In fairness, I we are of course drunk. talking about Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande and their recent collaboration, "Rain on Me," off the upcoming Chromatic album. It's everywhere. If you haven't heard it, you're literally living under a duvet. Yeah, it's very very good. It's a bop. Blood um, pop. Stream that. Now. It's extremely good. I'm really excited. Uh, next week's episode is on Lady Gaga. Is After it? Chromatica, yeah, it is. Pretty okay. sure we decided that. Okay. <laughs> don't. Don't. <laughs> no, it's going to be good. I'm excited. Fine. Yeah, I'm excited. That, I think that'll be juicy. Yeah, I hope the album is good now. I don't want to have to come on and be given out, but yeah, I'll, I'll do what I have to do as a music journalist. Anyway, yeah, stream rain on me. Um, I was going to suggest this as an episode, but maybe down the line. Everyone I know seems to be watching Selling Sunset, or as I like to call it, my brain has worms in it now. It's Boulevard Beauties I've been telling everyone to watch. 
<laughs> Boulevard Beauties. No, it's not not even similar. Yeah, I've had I've seen people talk about it on Insta more the last few days because season two just dropped and someone wrote to me today and they were like, Would you do commentary in it? So I think I'm gonna watch it and see. I'm probably you, not gonna I think do commentary. You in would it, love it. I think I would it's like the it. hills, but like also they're selling like forty million dollars. Yeah, homes. this people are like it's the hills, but like better gaffes, and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And there's loads of gaffes because they that's what they do is they yeah. sell them. Where is it based? Australia. In the hills. No, oh, in, in the, the hills. hills. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. In the valley, in the, the hills. Sunset, of course, yeah. Um, it's it's just one of those. It's like the. I feel like if I watch back the hills now, you'd be like, this is so bitchy and stupid, and it's melting my brain. But I also can't look away. It's very yeah. much like that. Like one of them will say something, the other will rat them out and is then there there's a, big, a fight and then it starts all over again. Is there a big discrepancy between the two seasons? Because I did see that, that someone said like season two is like, there are, it's like on, I don't know what the word, like parity poppers or something. They're just, it's like the, in terms of the drama, like it's like less about the houses and more about them. But that's how it, that's how it starts. Like the first episode, I'm only on like episode three of season one, but uh, Val has watched all seasons and she's obsessed with it. But um. It starts off like they bring in a new girl in the very first 10 minutes or whatever and her name is Chriselle. She's married to Justin Hartley or she was married to Justin Hartley. Why do I know that name? Does this he is, own the Jelly Empire? No. Oh. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, he's like the gorgeous triplet from This Is Us. No, I couldn't. I, the only two people I know in This Is, this is Us uh, is Mandy Moore and Jermaine. Look him up. Do you have Mila, internet on that? Milo Ventimiglia or whatever. Oh, Milo. <laughs> Milo. And he's, he's not, and he's not even alive in it, for God's sake. He's love my life. God, they've milked that. Justin Hartley, because you will absolutely know him. I should get a commission for how many times I've mentioned him during the week. Not. You don't know him? Not. He's he looks a, like he's, a shark. He's won Emmys, I'm pretty sure. Like Good for him. Um, but his wife gets brought into it in the first season, and immediately they're like, you have to earn our respect here. We're going to hate you until you give us a reason not to. Like, it's... You need to sit on the floor until you earn your chair. Like it sounds just like the thing that's bird watching society. <laughs> <laughs> that is so stupid. <laughs> I saw a laugh and I took it. Full circle. Um anyway, Selling Sunset, it's on Netflix, first two seasons. Um go stream. Don't watch it, but like if you are, talk to me about it. Stream rain on me and also stream Selling Sunset. <laughs> Boulevard Beauties is gonna be our our, I walk our podcast. Street. I'm a boulevard. Um. Oh, what's what's Trisha transformation has a book out? <laughs> she sure does. Um, job, I actually Trisha. don't know much about Trisha, Trisha's journey. Can you tell me? About Trisha that? Lewis is from Limerick and um has been on a mad journey, losing weight and talking about it on social media. Um, last huge amount of weight. She's she's a chef and was kind of had the had like this viewpoint that it was like I'm not compromising on food or flavor or taste. To get to where I want to be. I think it was coming up to her 30th birthday. She was just like, I just really want to make a change. She's really positive if you follow her on social media. She's just full of life, full of fun. And she's a new book out called uh, Beat the Bulge. Trisha's Transformation, Beat the Bulge. Um, and full of recipes and just that usual kind of good vibes you get from her. So I think, I don't actually think it's out until this Friday. Properly. Yeah, it's out on Friday. We were very lucky to get advanced copies. And I've had a flick crew. And um, yeah, the recipes good. look lit. Yeah. I'm not much of a reader. Yeah. But I'll make the recipes. Yeah. Um, so that's Trisha's transformation. Beat the bulge. Out Friday. Worth worth a flick. Worth a flick. <laughs> um, That's it. That is it, yeah. And um, the Patreon episode this week is on pyramid schemes because I won. No, I this week is different. Oh, sorry, last week. last week. Yeah, yeah. This week we don't know the yet. The week just gone. We don't know what we're going to do this week. I actually had an idea, but I'll talk to you about it off mic. Oh, no. No, it's, a, it's not pyramid schemes. We were talking about it very recently. Okay. Um, 
yeah, so the mo- our most recent Patreon episode is on pyramid schemes, and we also did a game of like Mad Libs, um, which was varying, varying degrees of success. I think it'll work better as a visual medium, but the weather was not on our side when we recorded. So, but the pyramid schemes episode is interesting in my opinion. Yeah, and we got some good feedback on it. Yeah. Um, so that's there. If you want to listen to that, and you can listen to all our past episodes of like Movie Club and Off the Wagon, they're all there for you. We got some playlists. Everything is there, right back from the very beginning. Yeah, and we were going into June, so that means Bree will be doing a tarot card reading, and we'll be doing Off the Wagon. We'll be just getting drunk all together. Oh, I can't wait for that. Soon we'll be able to do it in person. Won't that be nice? Garden. Yeah, won't that be nice? Um, yeah, I think that's it. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to rate reviews on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify. Only if it's nice. Only if it's nice. Um, we're on social media, Banwangs Podcast. Drop us an email, banwangspodcast at gmail.com. I've been Fanula. I've been Breed. We'll see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.